Hello and welcome to the 18th session of Addiction Free Naturally podcast. My name is Graham Hoppett and I welcome you from wherever you are in the world. Today we're going to talk about that essential topic, bouncing back after a relapse, because I know how hard it is for you to do that or how hard it was for me indeed. So look, you've got one life, so I'm here to tell you that you matter. Your life matters. You've got one precious life and you need to make it count. You can absolutely break the cycle of addiction exactly as I've done. So yes, I'm talking to you. Yeah, so whether this is a pattern of like regular relapses, whether you've tried and tried and tried, but you just keep relapsing, this is for you. Or whether, you know, you've had that sustained period of sobriety from whatever your drug of choice is, whether that's a behavior or a substance, and then suddenly you've crashed. And I know how devastating that can be because I've been there where you are. So I, I feel it. So it's like, fuck, isn't it? You've, you've relapsed. What do you do? You're probably berating yourself, which never helps. I know I was, you know, you start telling yourself I'm a horrible person. I'm useless. I'm helpless. I'm a loser, blah, 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 blah. But none of that is going to help you. And one of the big lessons for me was modeling myself on others, others who were successful, others who had a lengthy sobriety from whenever they were, you know, whatever their drug of choice is, whether that was a, a, literally a drug or um, a behavior. So just model yourself on success because success leaves clues. Success leaves vital clues to your own recovery. And one of the first things I'm going to say to you is, you know, you do matter. As I said, you know, you're absolutely critical. You are you are the most important person in this universe to you. And you need to be selfish like that. But the first thing you've got to do is you've got to forgive yourself. You've got to forgive yourself for what's happened. Because without it, you're going to stay stuck. If you're continuing to berate yourself, to put yourself down, that's not going to happen. That's a low vibration energy. You've got to increase your energy, increase your vibration. You do that by forgiving yourself. Now, I've got a whole podcast episode on forgiveness. Um, I think it was episode nine from memory. So I highly recommend you go back and look at that. But forgiveness has got to be right at the start because if you've just relapsed you've got to forgive yourself you've got to just put it back out of your mind and move on now not forgiving yourself is akin to poisoning yourself so i mean that's how bad it is so you've got to forgive yourself and one of the methods that i do which i spoke about at length in the podcast dedicated to forgiveness was honoponopono not even sure if i'm pronouncing that right and it doesn't matter because it's helped me. It really offers you an opportunity to release and clear all of this baggage, all of these old emotions. And it's much bigger than just forgiving yourself after a relapse. It enables you to forgive yourself and other people. But right now, you need to forgive yourself for that relapse. So you can use this to release literally any negative feeling that you're using right now it's one of my methods i'm not saying it's the only method but it it would definitely help so forgiveness however you do it is vital once you've relapsed because you need to clear your mind as a way of moving on and just on this though it literally 
Honoponopono is literally just a, a Hawaiian mantra and you just say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. So, you know, I would constantly say to myself if, when I relapse is, Graham, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And you just keep repeating it. it it's so simple, but so profound. And you can use this, as I said, for any negative emotion, whether that's guilt, shame, anger, whatever you're feeling after that relapse, you can use this as a way of moving on. You literally just say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it doesn't matter what order you say those in. Um, so just use it. Try it. But what I recommend is you look up the podcast on forgiveness, because that's going to give you a lot more information. What I'm doing is I'm giving you the, the backbone here to how to jump back following a relapse and forgiveness is your first step. The second step is you really have got to start getting honest with yourself. With yourself. You know, what I recommend to my clients, and I'm being totally transparent here, is it's worth, because I didn't do this in my recovery, this is something I've learned since, which is really powerful and I use it now and I use it with my clients. And that is you want to start writing it down, you know, and asking yourself, do you really want to quit this addiction and answer the reasons why you feel that you have just relapsed? You know, what are the triggers? What was the trigger just now? And the reason I'm saying write it down is you start to get into it much deeper. Your brain engages with it differently. And you start to think about it differently. So when you write it down and you look at the words that you're writing, different things are going to come to mind in your in your brain. And you really need to feel it as well. What feelings are coming up? Ask yourself that question. What feelings are coming up? Um, and, you know, ask yourself, do you really want to quit this addiction? Because the truth is, if you are relapsing regularly, then maybe you're holding on to that desire that you still want to be active in addiction. Um, and sometimes it's not until you really reach that rock bottom, sadly, that you start to move out of it. So you have got to be honest with yourself here. You know, are you really just sort of one foot in, one foot out scenario? Because when you really, really want to do something, you will find a way, won't you? You know, you've found a way to participate in your addiction, whether that was gambling and finding the money or drinking secretly so your spouse didn't find out or you was watching porn when the kids were asleep or whatever it might be. What I'm saying is as an addict, you were devious. You found a way you was committed to your addiction. And if you move those positive character traits into your recovery, then you will overcome your addiction. So you've got to do whatever it takes. And one of the biggest traps that people fall into is they, they're sort of, I can do this myself. They're actually saying to themselves, I can do this myself. And they don't get help. And the truth is that's probably one of the main things that is actually keeping them trapped, that they believe they can do it on their own and they can't. Because the chance are you, you likely need some help. You need someone to like point the spotlight on your blind spots as to why, why you keep failing. And when you've got that, when that's done in a compassionate way with a professional therapist or coach, and you can see the reasons why you're stumbling. And when you realise this, you can move through the problem much, much quicker. So I would stop asking yourself, or I'd start asking myself, well, can I really do this on my own? And the, the answer is likely to be no, because if you could have done, you already would have done. 
because remember saying that you want to do something and actually doing it are two different things. It's a very different thing, you know, doing something than saying it. It's like that old adage I mentioned before in the previous podcast about I've run a couple of marathons. And, um, you know, there's lots of people who say they want to run marathons, but very few do. And it's the same as addiction. You know, lots of people say, yeah, I'm going to quit. But they don't, do they? So I'm just reminding you that you absolutely can. You matter. You have got all the skills to do it. You probably just need a little bit of help. If you are committed to your addiction, you just move that skill, that commitment, that deep business to keeping it going into your recovery. And you are worth it. You are worth it. The people around you are worth it. When you start showing up differently, your family and friends and everyone will see you in a different light. So there's so many benefits. So it's well worth it. You are worth it. But you've got to ask the question, can you do it alone? And the chances are you can't. And well, you know, when you find, you know, when you realize that you need some help, then you'll find the way and you will start getting stronger emotionally. And we're all emotional, even though we think we aren't. You know, when we think we are, things are logical and we can only take actions which are associated with good feelings. So when we really get into it and really start asking some deep questions, we can actually find a way out. Um, and you've got to find a why. That is part of the question you've got to ask yourself. Why do you want to stop? Because if you haven't answered that question, that's why you're probably still stuck. You know, maybe it is that you want that loving relationship to work, you know, with your spouse, your kids or your grandkids, whatever it may be. But you know that you cannot achieve that while you're in active addiction. And you can have more than one why, but you've got to find your why. You know, maybe a second one might be that from, you know, abstaining from your drug of choice, whether that's a substance or behavior, your life would be calmer, more serene. It will enhance your well-meaning. So you can have several reasons why you want to quit. Your mind is sharp when you are, once you've quit, you know, you're going to feel healthier. You'll love yourself more. You enjoy more meaningful, deeper relationships with those people around you. So there's lots of reasons why that you could have if you really attach to them. So ask yourself, what are your two authentic reasons why you want to quit? Because you've just relapsed. So we know that something's happened, maybe a trigger. So now it's time to just get really serious again, to reconnect with what, well, why do you want to connect? Why do you want to quit? Because when you're clear, that is going to provide an extra level of motivation. Because remember what Einstein said, your insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. And you've slipped, so something hasn't worked. And, you know, I'm not judging you there because I've been there. What I'm saying is if you've slipped, if you've relapsed, something within your plan isn't working. So get a new plan, you know, get clear goals and a why, why you want to quit, because the goals are going to be motivational. So think of your goals that would excite you. You know, what, what would excite you to really get out of addiction and what is possible for your life out of addiction? You know, I'm personally a great proponent of the 12-week year, and there's a great book on that. 
and I can't remember who wrote it, but it's a great book, The 12-Week Year. So therefore, I follow quarterly goals. And what I can say to you right now, as someone who's just relapsed, that's why you're here, is you could absolutely quit your addiction in 12 weeks. It's a great goal. It's a worthy goal to have to commit your addiction within the next 12 weeks. So why not focus on that in the next 12 weeks? You know, decide I'm going to commit. Com I'm going to quit my addiction, whether that's gambling, gaming, sex, porn, drugs, alcohol. I'm going to quit that within 12 weeks. So you you know you're allowing yourself 12 weeks to sort of become proficient at the process, which is actually going to get you clear. So. If you've got a history of keep relapsing, okay, it's okay if you relapse again in a few days. Because what once you've committed, you will then find the way. It's a bit like riding a bicycle. You're going to fall off in the early stages. But once you've got going, you will be proficient. And that's what I'm saying. If you have been unsuccessful, well, set your clear goal as being clear within 12 weeks because you can do it. I can absolutely promise you that if you have a plan and you commit to it and you've got the right support, you can overcome your addiction in 12 weeks. So with a proper plan, it's key. And you need some external help, in my opinion. But So take complete ownership of your life right now. And what you have to say, I'm going to say, is you can't heal and blame at the, at the same time. So, you know, don't... If you're stuck in like, oh, my God, it's the, the gaming organization's fault. So if it wasn't for those casinos, I would have stopped. It's no good blaming the casinos. It's no good blaming porn if you're a porn addict. You've got to let that blame go because until you drop the blame, you can't heal. So once you so you need to heal and, and maybe those around you need to heal as well. But you have to take care of yourself. You have to heal. And create the plan. So you link in your why, you link in your goals, you create a formidable plan that is going to stop you um, ever going into addiction again. Because often the relapse means that there's unmet needs. That's what it's all about. You know, it can often be difficult to see where that is. So you need a plan and maybe to start with, you need your friends or families or loved ones to help you, or maybe you need to get professional therapy. And of course I re recommend hypnotherapy because that's what I've trained in. That's what helped me, but it doesn't matter what plan you have, what method of external help you get, as long as you get some help. And here's the key now, what you need to master is yourself. You, this is all about self mastery. When you start to master yourself, you're becoming when you're becoming the best version of you that you can become. When you start to master your emotional, so emotional mastery and actually being able to regulate, self-regulate your emotions, that is gonna that is what's gonna keep you sober from whether it's substance or behaviors. You're facing your feelings. Within that, being able to face feelings when you know, things come up, you know, someone, maybe you're stressed, or maybe someone upsets you or 
something happens untoward, like a, a bill comes in which you can't afford. When you can master your emotions, then you don't slip because most relapses happen when we're emotionally weak. So when you become emotionally strong, you can deal with stresses in a more calmer way. So that bill landed on your doormat doesn't affect you in the same way when you're emotionally strong, when you've mastered your your feelings. You can take it in your stride. You've still got to deal with it, but you can cope with it. So when you start to master yourself, start to master your emotions, then you will be able to overcome the triggers. When the trigger comes up, you will be able to move your attention. So self-mastery, emotional mastery is a key part of your new strategy to stay sober. Because when we hide our feelings, when we are unable to face our emotional issues, face anger, depression, sadness, shame, then we're actually pushing those emotional feelings deep down. We're suppressing them. We're hiding them away. And those emotions that we avoid are likely to come back and bite us in the bum later. So by Becoming a master of our emotions by feeling our emotions and learning from them and understanding them, we can manage them. As my mentor, one of my mentors, Jim Horton, says, if you follow your emotions, you'll end up in the gutter. And what that means is, yes, we need to feel our emotions. We're going to be emotional at different times, but we shouldn't allow our emotions to run our lives. We should run our lives by using our thoughts in a very proficient way. So it's absolutely key that you start to learn and master your emotions. And obviously, that's something I can help you with. Here, I'm just giving you the bones. It's like start to master your emotions, start to put a wedge between yourself and events that happen. So you've got time to think, time to react properly. You need to be the cause rather than the effect. And most relapses are happening because something happens, it's a trigger and you act out. But by mastering your emotions, you won't act out because you're in control. Remember that all change comes from within. We're like onions. And when we understand that, when we start to peel back the layers and master ourselves, you won't act out. I'm going to mention that, you know, obviously we need to learn to recognize our triggers and you need to quickly re reassess your triggers as part of your now relapse prevention strategy. So, you know, I've given you some ways of really making sure you bounce back and that is by emotional mastery and by having a plan. But you want to just recognize what all your old triggers are. So if they come up again, you can move your attention. You know, sometimes it may be that a particular person has caused undue stress and they remind or they remind you of times that take you back to your addiction. You know, so figuring out where your triggers are can help you formulate a plan of action to literally reduce the chances of future relapses. Because everyone's triggers are going to be different. So understanding what they are will help you going forward. And just remember, you matter. Remember, your life is short. 
maximize it. You matter. People around you care for you. You have a, a better impact on this world when you are sober, when you are free of your substance or behavioral addiction. So you matter. Dig deep. Know that you have all the skills inside, which maybe just with a little bit of support from other people can help you overcome this. So you matter at your core, you matter. So by remembering that will maybe motivate you to get the support that you need. So the key things are remembering that you're an important human being, that you matter, you're valuable. Forgiveness is crucial. Don't berate yourself. Go and listen to my podcast. I think it's episode nine on forgiveness. There's lots of techniques in there. But one of my favorite is the Honoponopono, which is the Hawaiian forgiveness chant. It's helped me no end. Break away from that. I can do it myself. It never worked for me. And it, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't work for anyone. There's some people that can just almost click their fingers. I know someone who gave up a 20-year a smoking addiction, literally just like that. But most people can't overcome addictions on their own. They need help. So don't let that, I can do it myself, keep you trapped. You know, you've invested so much in your addiction, you know, whether it's money or time, invest some in you, invest some money in your recovery. So I hope that's helped. That's a quick glance in how you can bounce back. Yeah, first of all, making sure that you remind yourself you matter. Forgiving yourself in that moment, setting a plan is key, and getting help. And if I can help you, then reach out, graham at grahamhoppit.com or find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. But absolutely know that you can overcome your addiction naturally. And it starts with you making a decision, a firm decision, and, and committing 100% and then following your plan absolutely relentlessly.